Hey guys, welcome to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and myself, Blake. This is going to be our sixth episode. Last week, we went through chapters 13 through 15 of A Court of Thorn and Roses. Today, we're going to go through chapters 16 through 18. As always, remember, we are all about spoilers and cursing. But this week, we have some big news, so that takes precedent. We finally have a title for the Nessian novel and a confirmed release date of January 26, 2021. I'm going to cry about that later. But the title is... Dun, 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 a Court of Silver Flames. Okay, so I have lots of thoughts on this. <laughs> okay, but of first off, why in the hell is it taking us so long to get another book? Like, I, I mean, I don't know if, like, really? I think, well, she was focused on Crescent City, and then I know she's already, like, working on the sequel to that, so. That would- book sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I have so many thoughts it. about that book. I just, like, I'm, maybe, maybe yeah. if we get, like, a sequel or a trilogy going, like, maybe. But I just, like, I wasn't that into it. I was so into it, and then I got mad. So That's I also a sign of good writing, though, if you're so in, like, something actually, like, pisses you off. Well, sometimes. Other times, that's bad. But, like, I'm laughing at all the people that, like, were so angry that there's no and. Where they're like, why is it a court of silver flames and not silver and flames? And I was like, I'm not that attached to the and. I mean, maybe because it's not, like, the main characters. I mean, I'm like... Not- I mean, because, like, Reese and Farah, I mean, they're, like, they're the characters, you know? And, like, this is, like, sort of different because it's, like, Cassie and Anessa. Do you think part of it is they're trying the whole, like, rebranding of the series as adult? Like, how they did the different covers and everything because they're pushing it? Like, I guess that could maybe be part of it. Let's chat about this being adult. I swear to God, they do not have some throwdown hate sex, you know, with a little battle for dominance, like, you know, a whole chapter's worth. I will be, like, lit on fire angry. Like, why move it to adult if we're not getting some good hate sex? <laughs> well, that was the same thing with Crescent City. Like, that, that was, was an adult, adult one, one and, and I got nothing. Like, I was like, I was like, what? Nothing. Nope. Can I just say I've never heard the term lit on fire angry? <laughs> I will be so lit on fire angry. Like, I will, like, you did not move it from young adult to adult and, like, not give me a good sex scene. Well, she already, like, when she gave an update a couple months ago, I don't know if it was on her episode, like, on her website or something. Yeah, she already said that her her, um, agent, like, her editor made her cut down the sex scenes. Okay, that's good because... They in Crescent City, there was like no love. There was like one scene, and it was like one page, and I was like, "What the flying fuck?" I, so yeah, that's where I, like, mean, I was like, Crescent City's adult, and like you're giving me one page of good shit. That's fair. I was pretty pissed. Also, though, I'm okay. As soon as this got announced, I was on like a Zoom call for work. Like I'm talking, like I was speaking. <laughs> I had video up, everything. I had to, like, I was just because I get bored. I was, like, scrolling through Instagram, and I was like, oh, 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 not a drill, not a drill. And I'm, like, trying to school my face. I had to wait for, like, somebody else to talk. I turned the video off, muted myself, and literally just went, oh, and then, like, composed myself, and then, like, just re-brought my video up. And, like, somebody was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, sorry, technical difficulties. 
and I was like, oh, God. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so I have just lots of thoughts on that. And like, also, I think we need to do an episode of like, I hate Crescent City unless it gets better, but we move on. You know, like people are going to be mad about this. People love that. I I know people are going to be mad, but they also, I mean, we're six episodes in. They've got to know that like, I need some love. I need some like great. I need some good shit happening or I just like, I'm like, eh. Okay. Well, before we move on, though, I do have to say, do, do you guys have any ideas about, like, silver flames? Like, mine is, like, is it something to do, like, I think it focuses on what we've kind of said before, where, like, Nesta and the, cult, like, her connection to the cauldron, like, what the cauldron took from her since, like, Nesta stole from it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think. Like, when I think silver flames, it just automatically draws me back to, like, the cauldron connection. I want it to have something to do with the Illyrian war camp, because isn't that where they're <gasps> going? Yes! Yeah. Uh, that's where, like, yeah. Cassian's Ooh. taking her. Oh, yum. Um, so I'm like... <laughs> also, I'm, ex- Maybe I'm excited there. to see, because, like, we see her reluctantly start to train a little bit. And, Ooh, what um, if it deals with her power? Yeah, like, oh, what if we actually, well, yeah, that's, that's what I mean, what. like, something to do with, like, what she got from the cauldron, but, not, a, you said, like, some hate sex, right? What if they're, like, training, and she gets frustrated, and there's right there at the training ground? I'm telling you, it's got to happen! Damn it! <laughs> I could get behind that shit so hard! Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you did not just change it from young adult where, like, you have Mist and Fury and Wings and Ruin and, like, some of the hottest sex, like, I've ever read. And then you go to adult and there's, like, nothing. Dude. That's what, that's what makes me so mad about Crescent City. There's nothing and- wrong with the plot. The plot is fine. But it's like, are you shitting me? Like, Hang this on. is an adult book. Like, where's the good shit? Remember that A Court of Frost and Starlight was, like, the bridge to, like, kind of do, like, an extended epilogue and prepare you for this book. And let's just remember. Oh, the mind sex, The mind, literally oh, the mind oh, oh, That was so many. So good. That was, okay. okay but see, but, yeah. that, that's why I had such high expectations for Crescent City. I was like, yes. That's fair. And then, yeah. you know, we get, like, one little measly scene and I'm like, oh, no. I did not just read 500 pages for that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Mm. Okay. That was really a slow burn. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho, let's get to this. So, recap of our last episode here. Uh, the slow burn has begun. And, like, let's talk about how Moss just writes a fucking. I mean, she writes slow burns all the damn time. I mean, it's just like, it's everywhere. I mean, we've got this with obviously Reese and Farah have the slow burn of a lifetime, but. You know, I don't know. Are... Rowan and Aileen's is pretty. Oh, don't even. Sh- We're not fucking talking about that. We are not <laughs> fucking talking about that. There's a whole different can of worms that you do not want to open with me right now. Anywho, so Tam and Sarah, <laughs> we got a we got a slow burn here. Okay, um, this like on and off again fire is like brewing between them. Like, oh man. Okay, so like she's finally starting to see him, you know, and like not hate him. So there we go. Um. I love that that's the bar. (laughs) She doesn't hate him. Well, I mean, you know, that's where the slow burn begins because Mosh just loves to torment the fuck out of me. So then anyway, Farah caught the surreal. Uh, We love him, obviously. Um, And then, you know, had to go kill some Naga. Um, So, you know, pretty, pretty bloodthirsty day right there. Yeah, it really was. Like, and can I just say, like, jumping into chapter 16... You guys ever just have like a shit day or like really like psycho, even 48 hours? 
would you not love to have an Alice? I mean, oh she yeah, dra- yes. She draws her a bath. She's brushing her hair. Like you wouldn't even all out of all of this. Even though I do love the like delicious sounding molten hot chocolate. Literally, all you- if somebody would just brush my hair every night, dude, for like fifth, even fifteen minutes, I would prop my stress levels would go. Would they would plummet? I don't know about you guys, but, like, my hair is not even that long right now. It's only to, like, my shoulders, and I usually have really long hair. But, like, just, like, you know, just brush it through. Um, never mind. Sorry. I'm getting off. No, I, I completely support well, that. Well, can we just – can we talk about how Okay, let's talk bath. about the glow up here with her bath time. Because she was, like exactly. – I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Because um, she was, like, hating on the bath. She's, like, why the hell am I in a bath earlier? And now she's all, like, Ooh. oh, here it is. Chapter nine, um, you know, she's, you know, thinking about like, why am I doing a bath? Blah, blah, blah. And now she's like, I'm soaking for nearly an hour. And I'm like, yes, that bath glow up right there. But like, really though, she does. She's like, we see her slowly. I think that's like, she's slowly kind of easing, easing into her life now, but also like the literally stress of, you know, providing for your family on your own as like a 19 year old. Like, it's falling off her shoulders. And I think that's a good, yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't even notice that it's, like, soaking in a bath for nearly an hour. I just saw, like, soaking in a bath, brushing hair, hot chocolate. And I was like, Alice is really the MVP here. Oh, yeah. But I just love that even though all of that, like, that just sounds, I know, like, she had a stressful day, you know, had to kill some Naga, whatever. And all of that sounds amazing. But then she still, she still is, like, her mind is a, like she's on a one track mind here where she's like, that's it. I need to talk to you, Alice. And she's like deciphering the surreal's words as she's badgering poor Alice for more information. And like Alice is probably, I can just imagine her behind her, like rolling her eyes, like, bitch, just relax. Like, just brushing <laughs> your hair, drink your hot chocolate, relax. But she just doesn't about even it. know how to relax because she's never had no. time to do it. Well, and, like, I thought it was, again, I always, like, as I'm reading through, I always, especially in this book, obviously, I always put, like, and it's something that when you reread, you're like, oh, shit. When she, Alice literally tells her, like, stop worrying about it. Like, the only one that can deal with the blight is And I'm like, oh, because that's true. Like, Tamlin's the one that needs to make you, like, make her fall in love with them. And, like... Also, can we just take a moment to appreciate that Alice knew, like, what Feyre's plan was with the surreal from the time she went to the kitchen to ask for the, like, chicken. And oh, Alice yeah. was like, are you dumb? Like, she admonishes her in, like, a matronly way. And I love that we learned that Alice is like, all you had to do was give him a new robe and he would have groveled at your feet. And I was like, <laughs> one, I love that the surreal is, like, drawn in, like, with some new clothes. Because, like, same, if you, like, held up, like, a new, like cute dress or something for me i'd be like what you need but two it also made me think of the anther or whatever how like she gives the new robe Ugh. when she when she lured him in and the poor little thing caught him but like also what the fuck lucian like really a dead chicken like was he just fucking with her again you like, know he was testing her you know he was testing her he's just yeah. like conniving and i was gonna say i was like really like that's just gross but then I got kind of mad at Feyre here where, like, Feyre kind of snaps and she's like, well, if you had a family. And I was like, girl, that's really presumptuous and rude. Like, this bitch is trying to just calm you down and is literally doing anything and everything to help you when she can. And, like, 
we learn that Alice actually like stepped up and supported her two nephews. Like she's, and we find out later why they're away. Cause she actually sent. we find out she sent them away as soon as she could. Cause she saw the trouble coming and like everything she yeah. does is to support them in the summer court. And I just, I was like, Oh, that's, that's like really like selfless there. I like that. You know what though? I like that. She's not afraid to call Farrah out though, because yes. she's all like, I don't know what's worse. This or your idiocy with the puka. Like, oh wow (laughs) well and like i think that it's it's her way like i said like she's very like motherly almost like you know like you know what i mean like when you do something stupid like usually like your parents or like your mom will be like the one to be like look i love you and i'm gonna like call you out on your shit so you learn from your shit and like i feel like that's the vibe alice gives her but i thought it was like again just I don't like children, so I get the whole point. But where we learn more about fairy children, like particularly like for High Fae, that they they age quite slowly. Like for Alice's nephews, like they won't even reach adulthood until they're seventy five. And Alice isn't High Fae, so I'm sure the High Fae is probably close to that because it kind of sounds like it. But so it's like the want- opposite of dog years. <laughs> <laughs> Every seven years, you age one. Yeah, there you go. But, like, we find out how they're super rare and, like, very, very precious to the high fae. They're more precious than jewels, anything like that. And I feel like Moss put this in here, not only just for, like, future reference, because we know later in Frost and Starlight that, like, Reese and Feyre kind of are like, okay, let's try this. But I think she put this in here because, I mean, I think it's coming up in a couple chapters where we learn about the Winter Court, where Amarantha like massacred the children oh so like when you learn how rare they are and then when you get to that point like that's gonna be like i'm already like sad just thinking about it because i'm like oh god because it's bad enough to massacre children but then when you learn how rare they are for them i'm like shit man you literally wiped out like a fucking generation yeah well like they said they're more precious to Mm -hmm. us than jewels or gold so they're literally just like yeah you know what's in that's all it is um speaking of i'm sorry this is gonna go a little bit out of it but like speaking of you know it talks about like how hard it is to get pregnant whatever but then we Mm -hmm. saw at the end of throne of glass like ferris pregnant right okay Um, but but here's my thing lines up weird okay here's my thing though when do we think the cassian nessa story is gonna be like is she gonna be pregnant like way in the future you know what I well, mean? And it's yeah. Well, because especially because in that point, like Aileen's like falling through the the uh, word word gates. Yeah, yeah. so like that yeah. means that doesn't necessarily mean they're all in the same time frame either. Exactly. Like, she, yeah. So I'm I'm I like think, wondering because like I don't I, like. I uh, think it's gonna be like. I don't think it's gonna be super far. Like the Nessian novel, like A Court of Silver Flames. Ah, we have a title. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's going to be super far from A Court of Frost and Starlight. I think it'll be set probably, like, my guess is, like, four to six months afterwards. Like, I don't think it's going to be immediately afterwards. I think it's going to be at least a couple months. So maybe we see Feyre and then Feyre's pregnancies throughout the book. And, Ugh. like, it's kind of like a sub thing, maybe? I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I'm with I don't, I, yeah, I don't. I don't need it. I don't like fine. I, I like good. I, I like glad. Like you want the baby, but like I don't. I don't know if I want to read about it. Well, we don't get there, but I don't think it'll be a big highlight per se. Just because I don't think we're getting there. I think we might get Reese's point of view, maybe, but we definitely don't get Feyre's. So, yeah. Okay. Anywho, back. back anyway, to sorry. On topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I really off track this there. 
I feel really good because usually it's me. So uh, <laughs> there's still time, I guess. So after the uh, Naga killing fest and then her kind of deep discussion with Alice, she has to go down to dinner. And can I just say this like post surreal Naga experience dinner is I mean, it, there's some serious stuff that goes on. But to me, it's hilarious because from the get go. Lucian is like scared, worried, apologetic, a little ashamed. And like, I'm just imagining him sitting in his chair, like with his hands together, kind of like needling his fingers, waiting for Feyre to come in to be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I just love Lucian's quote of, I heard you two had a rather exciting afternoon. I wish I could have been there to help. And I'm just imagining him like wiggling his eyebrows, like trying to apologize, can't apologize. And again, I would have narked. Would you? I would have narked on him. I'm sorry. I would have called him out. I don't understand not calling him out. Is that just um, me? Am I terrible? You're not terrible. I wouldn't have. Yeah, but it goes back to her plan. I think of, I just would have been uh, an trying asshole trying to get in go with Lucin. I would have just been an asshole in return. I guess that's fair. But I think Caitlin just. I I completely forgot about the whole plan. That makes more sense. Like she she was trying to get in go with him. So I think she's trying to keep it like keep the peace. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Whatever. He's still, it's still hilarious because he's like groveling in like a subtle way where he's like, you look lovely regardless of your hell sent afternoon. And like, I laughed at that. But then the next line, I was sad where she was like, I've never looked lovely a day in my life. And I was like, damn it. Like, have some self esteem, girl. Come on. Like, it goes into like, if you think about even like Reese, all the times Reese tells her and hints that he finds her obscenely attractive. Like, and she doesn't like, it doesn't compute in her head. Like, this is the same thing where she's like, huh, okay. But this also leads into one of the funniest parts where we kept, we've kind of alluded to it, where she's like, I thought fairies couldn't lie. And Tamlin legit chokes on his wine. <laughs> and Lucian just grins like, I'm just imagining this, like, shit-eating grin that Lucian ha- has where he's like, hmm, what? What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. And I love that, like, Lucian explains. He's like, well, yeah, obviously we told the ancient mortals that we couldn't like that. And it's perfect if you think about it. That is so genius where you're like, oh, yeah, guys, we can't be lying to you. We're not allowed to lie. I swear it. And it obviously is true because we can't lie. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's like evil genius level. And I really appreciate it. But then it gets even better is like Feyre trying to figure out if he's lying or not, where she's like, he was telling the truth because if he was lying, the logic of it made my head spin. And I'm, I was sitting there and I was like, I remember when I first read that, I was like, okay, so if he's lying, he couldn't be lying. It has to be the truth because if not, he wouldn't be able to. And I was like, oh God, that, that like sends you down a tailspin. <laughs> I was. It's like one of those things where you're just like, no, this is not happening. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'll accept it. And then the next part made me really giggle because I was like, haha, fuck you, Nesta, get Nesta, yourself in a lane and brace it where she's like iron and doesn't do us a lick of harm. And I was just thinking of like, think of all the like rich people in the village that she had seen where they had like the huge neck, gaudy necklaces of like iron circles. And I was like, yep. bitch, you spent so much money. Like, imagine a world where iron is expensive like think of where we like the world we live in and imagine if iron was like the price of like silver even because that's what it sounded like where like because they think it protects them like it was so expensive and i'm like you dumb bitch you're wearing an (laughs) ugly expensive necklace for no reason you dumb bitch but i'm just like 
I don't know. It just like this whole conversation from the get go was so inter- entertaining because like you've got Lucian and her have their own like side conversation going basically. Tamlin's just sitting there trying to enjoy a dinner, you know, happy that she's okay. And then we find out like she basically finds out like everything she thought about them is wrong, which we see in these this like the chapters for this episode like that just kind of builds. Um, and I think Caitlin, your episode like your chapter really talks about that, like how it like builds to see that like everything she thought about fairy and like Corinthian is wrong. Yes. So I feel like this is like a funnier like intro to that transition that we're about to see. But then that horrible transition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rough, but, and this is just a side note because as I was reading it, like I had already made my notes. I always do a reread before we record and I just caught it. And I was like, I really like it where she always is like, I look to Tamlin and then it's like italicized. Hi, Lord. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, that title in and of itself is just seductive as fuck. Oh, oh, we're talking seduction. I'm in. Um... <laughs> Madison was like, oh, shit, Blake's about to go to a deep dive. Oh. Again. oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. Well, it's just like this. This just like makes the slow burn so much greater. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get, like, another little, like, I always say, hint, hint, where Tamlin, like, meets her gaze, which part, part of me is like, ooh, hi, Lord, meet my gaze. <laughs> and he's like, we never willingly lied to you. So that right there shows that, like, he basically admitted they have lied to her. But, like, he's saying that there was a reasoning. So it's another, like, hint, hint for the curse. Yeah. And I love that she has to, like, just, like, take a sip of water and, like, stop for a second just because she's getting bombarded with a lot of information right now. Like, a lot of, like, everything she thought that was, like, kind of kept her safe, like, the iron or, like, the lying and everything. So I can imagine she's probably sitting there, like, you know, just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm in way over my head. I already knew that, but now I'm, like, legit drowning. Like, I can't, like, can I trust anything they say? Everything like that. But then, again, this entertaining dinner just gets better because I like Tamlin, like, you went to catch the surreal, and she's like, I caught the surreal. And it's understa- it's unstated, but it really was, I caught the surreal, bitch. <laughs> and am I the only one? This had such BDE, like, big dick energy to it, that statement where she's like, I caught the surreal. And also, in my head, all I heard was Elle Woods going, what, like, it's hard? Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> And I did. I was like, yes, because she is. She's like, she like just kind of like looks at him. She's like, I caught it. Okay. Like, mm. and I like this though, where he was like, it looks like he wasn't breathing when he asked her, did it tell you what you want it to know? Because I think Tamlin, that, I think he was hopeful there. I think he legit was like, oh shit, do I not have, like, did this real finally tell her? Like, are we good? You know? Oh, true. Like, I think he really was like, oh. I don't wonder this- why Tamlin never, like, tried to catch a surreal when, like, her and Vera were fighting and, like, tried to figure shit out. Maybe he was I mean, that would have been like too that, easy, though. but I'm just saying, like, yeah. you gotta yeah. wonder. And again, I just love, is it supposed to be hard? Like, I'm sorry, I can't get over that where it's supposed to be hard, and I'm just like, oh, what? Like, it's hard? <laughs> but... So that little exchange, I was like, oh, Tamlin was hope, like, he had hope there for, he had a flash of hope there where he was like, oh, shit, did the surreal kind of help me out here? And I was like, oh, poor little Tamlin. And then it's like, I swear to God, this, this, he oh my it. God, he takes one step forward and like two steps back where I just want to like, and two steps back from me, like punching him in the face. Cause I'm like, Slow seriously. burn. 
No, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, but this is how she keeps it going. I know. So we find out that um, Feyre, as we know, has been in the study kind of like trying to teach herself to read and write, which as we talked about a couple episodes ago, like that's in and of itself, like you go girl, that's hard. And as Madison said, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even get me started. So we already talked about how like in that moment when she had started, like Tamlin didn't really offer to help much or anything. So to make it worse, he apparently like spied on her, went into the study and took out a list of words that she had written down from, I'm like from a waste bin, I'm guessing like from the trash can. And then he starts reading them. Unusual, cue, slang, conflagration, like, and she even says, I want it to curl up and die. That's how embarrassed she was. Because these were words that, like, she she couldn't read. But then when she hears him say it, she's like, oh, wow, these are absurdly easy as he was saying them. And I'm like, actually, so, like, I feel like conflagration and maybe cue, just because, like, how cues are and, like, the pronunciation, like, those aren't necessarily easy. So I was like, girl, you're still learning. Like, be, like, be nice to yourself. But, like, his response is so funny. Is this a poem about murdering me and then burying my body? <laughs> and then burning, yeah, burning my body. Like, it's, it's funny, but it's also mean because, like, he doesn't realize how mean this is. Yeah. I mean, it's because he's self-absorbed. That's just one of I like wanted to throw the book because I was like see and that's what I get that he's trying to be funny like he's trying to connect with her but I'm like bitch you're making fun of her for not being able to read or write and you're embarrassing her and then you make it worse because you just like you don't even notice that you're doing it and like I give her credit where she was just like I get that she was so angry she could literally just say like good night and like just kind of mutter it but I would have lost my shit I would have lost my shit and then Again, he just keeps going and like he speaks again. You love them very much, don't you? And like his green eyes met hers when she turned. And I'm like, oh my God. He's still clutching the list of the freaking insult. And he's just like, I wonder if your family realizes it, like that they should have appreciated you and like how much you did for them out of love. At least someone finally fucking said it. Okay, but hang on. I have something. I I agree. I agree. Points to Tamlin. Points to Tamlin. (laughs) But. Then he, but I still don't think because we've gotten Feyre's point of view up to up till like throughout the book, obviously. And he's like that everything you've done wasn't about that promise to your mother, but for their not for your sake either, but for theirs. And I'm like, okay, you're trying to see that you like understand her, and I do appreciate that he like finally has said like your family's trash for not appreciating you, which fair. Yeah, but this is wrong. Like, I'm sorry. We've seen that uh, it is deep down she does love them, obviously, and that is part of it. But we also know that a big motivator was that damn oath to her mother. Mm. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then she's just like, leave me alone. Like, because I get what he's trying to say, but basically what he did in her eyes was insult her and then kind of take a dig at her family too. So I'm like, you're just piling it on, buddy. You're, 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 you're digging yourself just a deeper, deeper, deeper. Yeah, deeper. and then she's like, he's like, I'm not insulting you. And I was like, mm, bad approach then, bud. Bad approach. But then we get points to Tamlin again, where he's, like, trying to backtrack, and he's like, I'll teach you if you want. And then he also just talks about all the badass things she's done. Like, she's taken down the fairy in a wolfskin. She captured the surreal. She killed two Naga. And he kind of chokes on a laugh, and I can't help but think that he's just incredulous at this point, where he's, like, laughing at the fact that his last chance to break the curse ends up being, like, a badass, beautiful woman that he actually is, like, starting to fall for. So he's almost like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And then, but then again, he like ends it with like, do you even know how to laugh? And I was like, oh, so sad. 
That's kind of a legit question, though. I know. Like, I think he really was like, have you, like, ever been okay? I think this really hits her, though. And I'm going to talk about this in my book because, like, or in my chapter, because, like, she eventually, like, starts to crack some jokes. Yeah. I think it just, like, takes her a while. I think it does, yeah. Yeah. So she she's like, can we even be, like, taught, like, can you even like me? And he's like, well, can't we be friends? And she's like, can mortals be friends with fairies? And this is where we learn a little bit more about the mortal war, like, 500 years ago. And we find out that a lot of high fang and fairies actually fought for humans, which we didn't really know that beforehand. Like, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. And so... She asked, well, did you? And he kind of evades her question. Like, he admits that he was a child. So that also means that, like, we we already knew. Reese is a little bit older than him then, obviously. But, like, he's like, I'm a, I was a child. But I would definitely fight against slavery and tyranny now. And I'm like, okay, way to evade the fact that your father was a piece of trash and all about enslaving mortals. And also, like, LOL, you'll fight against slavery and tyranny up until you're a petulant child again and you want a woman back who doesn't want anything to do with you and then you'll definitely turn to Hibern, just saying. Oh. But, oh. but whatever. Whatever. And then we finally get the last piece of, like, the other shoe drops on the on this oath where he finally is like, you know that they're alive and fed. Like, he's talking about her family. Like, he finally admits to her, like, hey, your family's well-fed, cared for, and he, like, in his glamour, which just is really smart, how he layered in, like, if anything's amiss, they have, like, a trigger, basically, in their head to be like, oh, shit, we gotta leave. So, because remember, she was like, oh, okay, my family's well taken care for, but she also had the feeling that she needed to warn them about the blight, but he's already done that. Yeah. And I like that she does take a moment to be like, I get that you did that and that's great, but like also the arrogance of a high fae to be like, oh, I'll just alter their memories. That's not like, you know, invasive. Like, <laughs> that's the easiest way to do it. You know, but like, I think it's like, he's just. That's how he like, is. I mean, yeah. it's it's how he is. He's so yeah. like, but I mean, I think it was his way of showing like, oh, I do. I do care about you. I mean, it's just like a little like fucked up. But Why? the fuck did he wait so long to tell her this why did he not from the get-go be like oh by the way i made your family filthy rich she wouldn't have believed him yeah she wouldn't have believed Uh... him because like she hated fairies so much this is like just showing personal growth fine still bothers me there are so many things we could have talked about at the very beginning that like would have really helped but okay fine. i'm still annoyed whatever i can get over it so This is what's, I love this part where she finally, like, she literally feels the full weight is off her shoulders. And she's like, my vow is fulfilled, my task complete. And then she's like, what was, like, what's left for me? And I was like, oh, shit. And what gets her to, like, triggers her to ask is she looks over at him and she notices all the different colors playing off of his mask. The emeralds, the golds, colors that she can't even name. And then she said, colors I had no reason not to explore now. And I'm sitting there like, yes, bitch, yes. And she finally asked for something, and she asked for paint. And I'm like, that is the cutest thing ever, that, like, that's where she went. And then Tamwin's reaction so pure. He's, like, tripping over himself. He's like, oh, you can paint outside, inside, on the roof. I don't care. Just paint. The house is too clean. Just paint. But then again, one small step backwards where she's like, oh, I'll, like, help in the kitchens or something. And he literally says, you'd be more of a hindrance. And I was like, she was just, like, she was just trying to offer to help. Like, what the fuck? She would be, though. But, like, you couldn't say it nicer. Like, I appreciate the offer, but no, I just want to do this, like, out of the goodness of my heart. Not, like, you'd be a hindrance. Get the fuck out. Like, (laughs) 
But then we see where she, he like mentions a gallery. He's like, have you seen the gallery? And I'm like, well, one, what do you know? Like you kind of like, I feel like you have people follow her, but whatever. And she's like, is there a gallery? And then we get like a full Tamlin grin. And I'm like, oh, he wants her happy. Yeah. But then, <laughs> then he does, he says something that I'm like, you fucking asshole. Where he's like, oh yeah, as soon as I inherited the place, I closed it off because it would be a waste for the servants to clean it. This right there should have been at least an orange flag where she loves art. And you're going to fall in love with a bitch that was like, ah, it's not worth cleaning it. Meanwhile, your mate, who you haven't met yet, is he's dedicated the fucking Rainbow of Valaris, an entire quarter in the city for artists that is like his favorite part of the city. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that? Mm. Well, I mean, I have something on that. But I really don't feel like the spring court has a city. But no, I, that, you don't need a city. All I'm saying is like you, it shows that Reese appreciates art that much. And meanwhile, Tamlin was like, oh, I have this great gallery, but I'm going to close it off. Like, I don't want to have to have people. Not even I don't want to clean it. I don't want to have to have my servants clean it. Like, really? Really? But I think the best part of this chapter is the ending. Because do you do you know who's mentioned when... Uh, <laughs> Fred was like, he smiled at me broadly and without restraint or hesitation. Dot, dot, dot. Isaac never smiled at me like that. Isaac never made my breath catch just a little bit. Isaac fucking Hale is back, y'all. Yo, and I would like to say he still lives in chapter 18 because I fucking am going to bring that up later. <laughs> Well, we're just going to talk about how nobody lives in chapter 17. 17's a fuck. <laughs> 17's like... 17 wow. is legitimately, like, I literally started, like, I was like, I started reading the chapter, and I was like, this is literally from point A to point B. This is a gross chapter. It's just like, sad. It's sad. It's gross. Again, Moss does a really good job of being descriptive, but she really have to go this detailed. Like... This, this, this is what off... I said uh, earlier about, like, all her scary creatures. Like, she's yeah, just a yeah. detailed writer. She is. And it, it, like, literally, I thankfully was reading it during the day, so I wasn't, like, scarred no eternally. <laughs> no nightmares. <laughs> but, like, we literally start the chapter with Farah having this dream of a woman of, like, the surreal, I think the Naga, and then a woman cutting her throat. Because she can't, she's not selling her what her name is. Which I definitely think one is Amarantha, and two, it's a huge, huge foreshadowing of uh, to what's going to come. Can we just talk about that though? That means that Feyre, as a human, yeah. had a premonition. Because yeah, more did resend it to her. Please, you know, I was please. Thinking I literally was just like, is this like resending her the premonition or is this something so, that she like picked up on her own? I think what it is, is like, re- it wasn't he sent this exact premonition, but I think Reese in his dreams was thinking about, because by now, Amarantha, with all the other things that have gone on, Amarantha knows there's a human girl in Tamlin's court. She right. she knows. Yes. So I think what happened was Amarantha like was already well, I talking think about. I she knows. I think she has suspicions. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. I either she's confirmed or suspicious, but like I think what it was is Amarantha's talking about it, and as we know, poor Reese is like literally stuck with her. I think he was already worried for. He was already like worried about like Amarantha finding this woman before the curse could break. So yeah. he was yeah. probably having a nightmare of Amarantha cutting the throat, but to him it was probably a faceless human, not a faceless like amaranth you know what i mean like right. it was flipped yeah yeah it was like a little switch, yeah trying yeah. to figure out who the human is and i think that was transferred to Feyre 
But Feyre, obviously, yeah. it was flipped where, like, she didn't see who Amarantha was. But yeah. this is definitely a connection. Like, this is definitely, they were, like, mind-connected. Like, yeah. Mm. I got to... Yeah, that was definitely cool. something, like, I noted. I was, like, 100%, like, Reese is, there's, yeah. Reese is involved in this situation somehow. Also, the grinning Naga. Like, grinning. They're already disgusting enough, but I'm just imagining these little things just, like, sitting there grinning, waiting to eat me. Yeah. Again, Ooh. so descriptive. Just so nice. And the fact that she <laughs> so couldn't nice. say your name over over the blood pooling in her throat. It was just, it was great. Um, so after she wakes up from this horrible, horrible nightmare, she realizes there's an actual nightmare in coming into the spring court because she wakes up and she hears screaming. And she's like, it is not your typical type of screaming. It's the type of screaming that when I didn't cleanly kill something, that it just continues screaming. Uh. So it's pretty much just an injury person. So she goes down to see a giant horrific mess where Tamlin is carrying down a fairy with his wings ripped off, oh. like into the living room and puts it on the living room table. And literally, again, I can't get over how grotesque this is to me because I this is exactly what I pictured. And it was just like, I was like, this is not something I want to like have in my brain. And uh, well, and it's the fairy. It's sad though because her description of the fairy himself is like he sounds like he'd be like cool looking, you know. I'll be friends. Well, I have, yeah. I have, a, I have a comment once we get a little bit farther into okay. that, which I was kind of slightly curious about. Okay. Um, but the fairy keeps the screaming. She took my wings, oh. which obviously Farah doesn't know this, but she, she's like, um, what type of she is this? The mystical she that everyone keeps talking about, um. But again, it goes back to her dream too, as well, because she has a there's a faceless woman in that one. Um, Tamlin, for once, is actually being pretty soothing yeah. and like nice and like kind to the fairy. He's trying to repair them. He just can't because he's not powerful enough anymore. Um, but Farah immediately goes down to help. Like this is definitely where I think. Mm-hmm. Um, her like character growth starts to happen like this i think this chapter is definitely the turning point because there's some very profound moments in this chapter that she like she wouldn't have done if she still had her same viewpoint of hating fairies well and can we just like imagine for poor tamlin where like one as a warrior he was he was trained for this so he he's he's good with battlefield medics that's he he knows to soothe and he probably has some good like how to like help wounds but can you yeah. imagine being Tamlin where, like, if it weren't for Amarantha and this, like, the curse, he would have easily been able to save this person. Can you imagine yeah, exactly. how hard that would be? Like, oh, gosh. And you're the reason that the curse is there because you wouldn't just, like, give yourself up. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, then something that, like, Farrah realizes when she goes down to look at the uh, the wings, she realizes that they weren't, like, not ne- not necessarily, like, they could have been nicely ripped off. But these things were just like, like completely like yeah. torn, ripped. Like, like someone literally probably took their hands and like ripped it yeah. to almost the point, which is why they're bleeding so much and like why they're so painful. And again, the fairy keeps repeating, "She took my wings. She took my wings." Like, not only that, it says Amaranth- as if she'd sawed off his wings bit by yeah. bit. Like, oh, yep, yep. So Tamlin, again, keeps trying to, like, he puts a clean rag, it keeps moving, and Farah, she's something that she knows is out of instant, she goes down and holds an arm, like, that holds the top arms down. And something she says, she goes, she doesn't know if it's instinct, mercy, or desperation, um, 
to hope stop the bleeding so like there is she some again something flipped in like mm-hmm. switched a flip in her brain and she was like i have to help like i can't not stand by um and something that i also noticed because she does this a lot throughout this even through like all of the middle of this like blood and gore she notices the velvet smooth and slippery like skin of the fairy mm-hmm. and she's like i can never paint this in a million years and it's like it's those instincts like her painter instincts are coming out of this like disgusting time well i think it goes back to what we said um a while ago where she expresses herself through her painting not words necessarily so almost like her paintings are like a journal of her life so i think that's how she kind of processes and copes with things is like she kind of looks at them through that like artist's eye but yeah also the freaking instincts that she has like not many people would think to hold like a lot of people would probably grab the fairy just to like be like stop moving but she even talks about how like grabbing him because you want less movement because it'll help stop the blood flow like i'm like that's pretty like for if thinking she's dumb she's not dumb right oh she's definitely not dumb no um lucin then comes in (laughs) gets sick and then comes back to help (laughs) I feel bad, though, like, because I remember when I first read this, I was like, you little baby. And then I was like, oh, right. You went through something like this. So something that, like, I kind of, I can't remember this, but did one of the, did, like, Moore or someone get their rings ripped off? No, it was Reese's family. Oh, yeah. it was Reese's family. Yeah. No, I thought, I thought they, I thought something else. No, Reese's family, his, his father... Or maybe not. I know it was his mother and sister, at least. Their, their well, his wings. mother and sister, I knew, had their wings ripped yeah. off. But I always thought, like, so- someone else within that people, like, had their rings ripped off. Mm-hmm. And then... I mean, but... Moore got... I mean, that was her own family did that to her, where they nailed the freaking note into her stomach. There you go. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, no, that was her own okay. fucking family. We'll get to that. Well, I knew it was her family. I just, like... But I just couldn't yeah. remember what... There's some fucking carnage in these yeah. books. Yep. So the fairy, again, still screaming. Farrah is holding him down while um, Tamlin, again, is being nice, trying to help it. Um, and he's like, I wish I could do more, but I have so little power that I easily would have been able to do this. But because of the situation, I can't do anything. So what Farrah does is she understands that he's going to die. And what she does is she takes his hand and she starts stroking his hair. And again, goes back to it's a liquid night. And she... Um, points out how she would never be able to paint the beauty of it. So something that I had that I kind of was, is this an Illyrian? No, or, no, no. no. Okay. It's just, I think this is, um, I hate the term because I agree with Tarkin in the summer court, but he's quote unquote, a lesser fairy. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so as she's doing this, the fairy closes his eyes and, um, ask if he's going to get his wings back. And Farrah, of course, is like, oh, you're going to get them back, knowing that the fairy's going to die. Um, as he's dying, Tamlin rece- like, re- recites a prayer, which it sounds very similar to, like, a song that I know, but I can't put my, mm-hmm. my like, my finger on it. It's like, mother, hold you. I, I don't know. Cauldron saved. What is that? That was bugging me throughout the entire chapter, and I still don't know what it is. That's fair, I guess. Um. <laughs> again this is a grotesque chapter yeah. like literally this is just sad. very sad and depressing but it also goes back to like showing Farrah's character growth um because she wants to go help Tamlin bury the fairy but Tamlin told her no which we cannot kind of understand why because it's kind of feel like it's his job to take care of them yeah. and 
the fact that he failed and he couldn't do it, he's he's going to be upset and wants to do it on his own. But something that he does, he goes, why would he do this? Why would she do this? Because she hates yeah. the fairies. Like, she hates the fairies. And she goes, and she says, um, because I wouldn't want to die alone. Because I'd want someone to hold my hand until the end and a while after that. That's something everyone deserves, human or fairy. And I honestly think, again, huge character growth mm-hmm. in this part. She even says, I regret what I did to Andres. Like, she li- this is the first apology that you get from Farah to Tamlin. And she's, like, really upset about mm-hmm. it. Super emotional. Because she's like, I have never had this type of emotion. And she goes, I wish I could undo it. And, like, such hate in my heart when she did it. And she just wants to beg for forgiveness. But Tamlin, I think he was just kind of over-emotional himself and he like turns around picks up the fairy and just walks out can, like he doesn't really give her anything can we just like what she says where she's like i'd want someone there till the end not only when when she says until the end she doesn't even just mean like death she literally sits and holds on to the fairy because she says i didn't know how long it took for a soul to fade from the body yeah. I'm like, one, that shows that she definitely thinks they have souls. So that's a, another step. And you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't just see them as, like, these, like, soulless monsters. But also, yeah. like, she literally stood in the puddle of blood until it grew cold. Because she wanted to make sure that the fairy, like, went past on. Like, oh. Yeah. And another thing, again, points to Tamlin, I guess, <laughs> is this was a summer court. Like he even said he's from summer court. He was dumped over. Yeah. And like, he still, he gave him the, um, the prayer. He recited the prayer for him. Yeah. The rights. Yeah. Pretty much. And he still buries him. And it's not even one of his court. And he just, he knows, I think, like you said, like we can't, it's a burden that he, he, he holds. Has to bear. Yeah. yeah. But we, I just feel like the curse in my mind has three steps. Like one, she has to kill a fairy with hate in her heart. Two, she has to regret and not hate anymore. Three, she has to fall in love with Tamlin. And, like, we are firmly at step two now. <laughs> yeah. I just... Ugh. Well, chapter 18 really helps with the fallen and the love. Ugh. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's still... We still got a lot of build-up, obviously. But, it um, wouldn't be a Sarah J. Moss book if we didn't. Oh, God. Um, so, anyway, on to the next day. Um, but like she immediately, like she has never once went to seek out Tamlin, like immediately at the very beginning of the day, she goes, she's set on finding him, explaining, trying to, you know, repair what she had ruined when she killed Andres. And, um, she just, she, she glances out a large window and I think this is so beautiful. The view is so sweeping that I could see all the way out to the reflecting pool beyond the garden. And I mean, if that isn't spring court. I don't know what is. I mean, that's yeah. just like, that's beautiful. I mean, there's so much beauty in the spring court, despite all the hate that's going on, everything bad that's happening. It's still beautiful. Right. Do you think they still get like really high pollen counts and shit. Like allergies would be awful 24 seven. Dude, they're fairies. They don't have any problems. Well, I mean, for like Pharaoh though, like, I mean, Pharaoh, maybe. I wonder. I, but, I don't know. I wonder. I've always, I don't know. That's like some, like, that's a weird ass question that always pops up. See, that's what you're thinking. It. And I'm thinking like, can I have the pool in the garden, please? <laughs> like, I just want to, I want to look at <laughs> I don't know. If I got a reflecting pool, it needs to have koi fish in it. I want some koi fish. I don't know. Just make sure you don't fall into it. And I'm kill just them. thinking like, I mean, 
Michael Scott. I want to look out my oh window. My God. <laughs> I want to look out my window and see that. Like, that would be a nice view. But whatever. Um, that's just, you know, my thoughts. Um, but so then she's talking, you know, obviously she's talking in color, you know, and she's talking about texture and, um, you know, while she's looking around. And, I mean, it's just like it's her creative outlet. And, you know, she, she's yeah. got to have, like, all these plans for, like, beautiful paintings that, you know, she has put away because painting wasn't her first goal. And now, I mean, it's, like, coming to life because, like, she realizes I don't have to worry about my family anymore. I don't, I like how I don't. impatient she is where she's like, are my paintings? <laughs> Can I ask? <laughs> yeah. So this, oh, my God. I kind of love this. I kind of love this. Okay. So, obviously, she's still, like, She's still repeating what the surreal said. Stay with him. He'll keep me safe. Things will get better. And then she's like, fine. I could do that. So she's finally accepting, like, stay with Tamlin. Like, shit's going to get better. Yep. Um, but so then she was like, you know, she's with Tamlin. And he goes, your supplies won't arrive until tomorrow. And the gallery's being cleaned. And my meeting was postponed. Like, he's rambling. How cute is that? He's like, nervous. that's so cute. <laughs> like, this big high lord, this, you know, that turns into a beast, like, is rambling because, you know, he's nervous. I need his point oh. of view for this type of conversation, though, because I'm just imagining Tamlin's head, like, okay, keep the calls in, look her in the eye, smile. Nope, not like that. Don't cringe. Okay, ask her what she wants to do. Oh, wait, should I bring snacks? Do people like snacks? She'd like snacks. I should mention her paints. Oh, wait, definitely mention no killing, though. We should probably do that. Like, I'm just imagining this, like, stream of consciousness of just, like, nerves that you would not expect like i'm just it would be so yeah. cute but definitely he, you know he's sitting there saying no calls no calls no calls no calls i mean i just i love it he's just panicking. because like i mean and then she finally accepts she's like i've had enough death like thank god oh, like yeah, i am yeah. so done with that enough of the killing fairies you know no more weapons like let's not even deal with it and Can we just She's saying no more death and no more killing fairies, but we know how this book ends. Well, here, here's where we go. Here's, <laughs> here's where mine met, my mind went, though, because, you know, we're at chapter 18 here, and, like, we're finally going to have, like, a peaceful chapter. When the fuck yep. does that ever happen? That is okay, true. Like, That's a good point. Any good sort point. of moss book, every chapter, some shit hits the fan. And so here I am. And, like, shit just doesn't hit the fan in this chapter. Like, this is, like, you know, just, like, a nice little chapter. Like, we get some information, but, like, nothing truly terrible is happening. Yeah. Okay? And it's, like, it's like you know, Moss just said, I'm done with killing and bloodshed today. Let's take a break. She must um, have had a really good, day, like, good night. It, yeah, it must day. have been a good day before. for her. Yeah. 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 It must like, have been a good day. Let's have some happiness. So, anyway, um... So they end up at a grassy knoll, like already fucking swooning here. Okay, like yes, um, I mean, and it's, it's better just, than hay. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing would have done it justice. <laughs> um, it's like shimmering tufts of dandelion, um, you know, snowdrops and bluebells, and like, I mean, how beautiful! Like, I love that. That's really pretty. Okay, and it's like yeah. her. And Lucian and Tamlin. Um, Hang on, can we talk about Lucian tagging along? <laughs> I love it. Like, talk it's about like, a great again? third wheel. Like, just like a great third wheel. Right there. You're discussing this gorgeous setting, and then you're like, and then Tamlin. But you know what? Wait, wait for a minute because Lucian's about to be like. I mean, he's about to. 
he's about to lay down. Like, I'm great with this. But anywho, so then it's the three of them. But then she, like, heard singing, and she was, like, you know, kind of kind of wondering, like, if they were truly alone. And I'm thinking, LOL, you're not at all. Like, people are totally creepy. You're never alone. <laughs> Imagine, though, Tamlin, like, sending a message to the, like, servants' quarters being, like, I'm going to need, like, a chorus. Yeah. I'm going to need you guys to be right here. And this is, and, like, them, like, singing a song. Be like, no, no, not that. Softer. Soccer. Yes, that, that. Keep that going. Like, so I'm then, just imagining him doing that. So then he's like, he opens with, we brought a blanket. And I'm like, oh, like, that's so cute. Like, okay. Um, and so, like, she's just, like, I mean, she doesn't say anything. So, like, Tamla's just standing there, like, waiting for a response. And I'm like, okay. But, I mean, to be honest, like, I think maybe he should have known blanket wasn't really the way to go with Farah. I yeah. mean, maybe, like, maybe. Um, but I love this because then, like, she's she's just petting the grass, right? She's really enjoying this, like, grassy knoll here. She's and she petting the grass. rushed whispers were exchanged behind me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm totally picturing Lucian, like, whispering to Tamla, like, go, go sit next to her. Come on. Tell <laughs> like, her she's pretty. Like, how cute is that? Like, my heart is melting it's melting here okay um and then like you know she's just talking about like how peaceful it is like i mean it's just a glen and like she's like even his mask odd and foreign like fit in this glen i'm like god that's beautiful it's like he's the embodiment of spring like he literally is the embodiment of spring yeah yeah i mean in like cursed form (laughs) also like (laughs) just take a second after, Tam- like, after Tamlin and Lucian are, like, you know, like, Lucian's pumping him up and stuff, and he comes to sit by her, it says, his jaw was clenched tight enough that I stared ahead. So, like, he sat down and was just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so then, so then he obviously asked her, like, do you like it? Because she hasn't said anything! And she's just like, yes. Like, I mean, give yes. him a little more the man brought you a blanket! Like, oh, give him, like, a little more than that! <laughs> Okay, like, what the fuck? I think she was also panicking, though, if you think about it. Because, like, what would... I don't know if these gorgeous men were just, like, having a conversation. They're like, we brought you a blanket. You're like, okay, I'm gonna go sit here. I'd have been like, yes! Like, feed me grapes! She's probably like, you brought me a blanket? Am I allowed to sit on it? Like, like, remember, she's got super low self-confidence. So she's probably like, what's going on? Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just looking around, like, where are the cameras? Am I on punk? This is punk. Well, so then he starts talking to her, and he's like, I mean, because she, she, like, said she is, would you like to me to grovel with gratitude for bringing me here, high lord? Like, (laughs) what the hell? Like, he brought you a blanket, he brought you to this beautiful glen, and you're gonna be like a sassy asshole. I can't help he. I appreciate that. So he asked, can she laugh? And now she's like, fuck you, I got jokes. So then, so then he goes, ah, the surreal told you nothing important, did it? Here, I love this. I fucking love this. Like, this is like, if we needed a joke, like, at any time, this was it. He also said that you liked being brushed, and if I'm a clever girl, I might train you with treats. L O fucking L, guys. Like, Oh man, like just joke about the beast. I'm there. Like oh, I thought I that was that. I thought that was fucking great. And so like literally 
<laughs> they're laughing, you know, because that's that's great. Um, and Lucian goes, I might die of surprise. You made a joke. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> so, I mean, just keeps on going, you know. Uh, you don't want to know what the surreal said about you. <laughs> here we go, though. Lucian, what a fucking champ. A cork popped. Followed by the sounds of Lucian chugging the bottle's contents. I'm like, yes! Yes, Lucian! Like, I love that. That's that's what you do when you throw oh, I was gonna say, he needed to be drunk to deal with trying to get Tamlin to not be so awkward. He's like, fuck this, I gotta, I gotta at least get a buzz. Well, and like, Tamlin's like, come on, I wanna take you somewhere. And Lucian remained sitting and lifted the bottle of wine with a salute. And I was like... What a good afternoon. You're laying in a grassy knoll on a blanket, drinking straight Getting from drunk. the bottle. That sounds like my perfect That's afternoon. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like, what What a champ. Like, you may be third wheeling it, but you definitely know how to third wheel right. Yes. Yeah. So, here's where we're at, though, guys. A pool of starlight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean... Uh, one like i don't think i'd look at a pool of starlight and be like wow it looks like starlight but like she knew what it was and tamlin's all like it is starlight like okay yeah i got starlight on my lawn too there jackass (laughs) i mean like do we think this is from like starfall like they go across the night court and all the way across printhian and that's where they actually fall is somehow in this little like part of them fall here like oh, that's the well think about it because like like the night court's obviously in the north and then like summer court's way down south so like if they go this like if they go north to south like you see them pass over and that uh, that's always what i just assumed and now i realize that's not normal but <laughs> like it makes sense <laughs> i don't know as we stare at you blindly. yeah I, was say, I wish you guys sometimes i wish you guys could see our faces as we record because <laughs> literally they're both just looking at me like shut the fuck up no i mean like, i love that i love that you know, I love that. But so here's here's where I'm at now. I just like wanted so much more right here, but we'll move on. Um, There's a lot of um, capital letters. Oh, in this you have part no idea from Madison. When I continued gaping at the pool, he laughed, drawing away my attention, only for me to find him unbuttoning his tunic. Oh, and he goes, "Jump in." All I'm thinking is. Yes, skinny dip. Yes, I'd be in there. I'd be in there, just sitting there, like, "What's up, man?" Oh man, I just like I would see. My thing is, they like. She's like not even like I would literally like get in with Tamlin and then jump him. (laughs) that is what I would do. I would not just be like sitting there, like having a casual conversation with him. He'd have to worry about drowning with the force with which I would jump him. Yeah, like- exactly. Because literally, there was only bare, muscled, golden skin. Oh, oh. yummy. Oh, Hello. And, like, she's just, like, pretending to be kind of unfazed. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then, like, literally, she has to, he, she literally brings up his age. Like, okay, we get it. He's old as shit. But, like, let's move on. Yeah. Also, can we just, when he was like inviting her to jump in, when he's like, don't you want to know what it's like? Am I the only one that was like, you're not talking about swimming in Starfall, are you? No. <laughs> oh, yes, we right? do want to know what it's like. Um, 
But then, like, I'm, they they start having a serious conversation. And I'm like, are you shitting me right now? They start talking about Lucian's background, which, yeah, I get. Like, we, we need this information for future reading. But did we have to do it while we're trying to get naked in the star pool fall? Star like, pool really? fall? I'm just like, really? You're like, so angry right now. You can't put words together. I'm like, so pissed. I'm so, I'm so pissed. I, I kind of picture, like, a star pool, like, waterfall kind of thing. I mean, because I yeah. think that would be okay, fucking yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, cool, I guess. Like, let's let's talk about you know, High Lord of the Autumn Court, and like, I get it. It's important to talk about because like, it talks about how Lucian was in love with like yeah. a lesser fairy and like wanted to marry her, and mm. his father had her put down and executed in front of Lucian. Byron is a fucking snake. He's a, yeah. he's a snake, man. Well, well, that entire family is psycho. Uh, except if you remember, his mom's not. And, like, it's heavily hinted at that, like, Byron, like, beats her. Yeah. And I'm like, are you? Also, part of me, though, is, like, when we learn is, uh, what's his face? Of the day court. Uh, the, 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 his actual father. It starts with an H, doesn't it? Hellion. Hellion, yeah. Yes. Ha-ha. Why? Okay, I get, I'm assuming he just doesn't think that she loves him anymore, but, like, when I found that out, and then, like, a little more I learned about Hellion, I'm like, could you not just, like, kill Byron? Like, I, just uh, not, kill him. Like, I don't know. I guess it's frowned upon to kill another, whatever, but, like, probably, probably pretty frowned upon, but anyhow. Ugh. But anyway, so then Lucian leaves, obviously, rightfully, I would too. And then, like, his yeah. brothers come after him. And then, like, Lucian killed a brother. Tam killed another. Like, some vicious shit right here. Um, But I'm just like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, you're in a grassy knoll. You're looking at a pool of starlight. And we're talking about some serious shit. Yeah. Someone died. I don't know. Killing people. I thought we were done with that. Uh, so, it anyway... A plus, though, there it does show. Like, I do like their friendship. I mean, it gets bad later in the books, but like, it is cute to see like Tamara and Lucian's connection. I guess. Yeah, I don't. Poor know. timing. Poor timing, but still. I I just like I don't know. I'm I'm pretty salty. Pretty salty. Um, because I feel like they could be doing just better shit. But I move on. So, um, Tamlin, <laughs> lol. So they're Tamlin is just like you know he's so casual about killing like yeah i killed one of the brothers like okay that's not only killing someone but like i killed one of my best friend's brothers uh no big deal but like i claimed lucian my own named him emissary like oh that was sweet that's nice yeah claim him as his own like your family i got it um and so you know obviously like (laughs) his brothers are too frightened now like don't fuck with tam yeah (laughs) Um, he also admits that he's not good at talking to people where he's like, Lucian's good at talking to people while I thought that that can find it difficult. I was like, Oh, so then we, we finally get back to some better shit. Okay. (laughs) Because she was like, what would happen if I were to drink the water? And Tamlin straightens up a bit, then relaxes and goes, legend claims you'd be happy until your last breath. He added, perhaps we both need a glass. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And she goes, I don't think that the entire pool would be enough for me. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. 
to and he goes two jokes in one day a miracle sent from the cauldron i'm like yes i need some witty i need some witty um but then like oh so cute because then he goes what would be enough to make you happy like oh i don't know that's kind of cute and um, he's genuinely curious too. He's not like this is that's the thing with Tam when he's so awkward, when he says something like that, it's not a line because he's not smooth enough to have a line. He literally wants yeah. to know. Yeah. So that's it, cute. Well, and then she's like, she's I mean, she's very honest with him. She's just like, I don't know. Because like she's oh. never given it any thought. She's never really had time. She was always just worried, you know, about food. Yeah. Um That's sad. And yet. she just wanted to paint and shit. So like I guess like painting is what would make her happy but she never really stopped to like think about it yeah damn so fine like this is what i love so finally we're in a good space because she's like i i i've had enough of the girl encased in ice and bitterness finally i you know i've had enough of it too thank you everyone has yeah everyone has Again, it goes back to the like chapter seventeen where her switch was finally flipped, and she's like, "All right, I'm he- here, here now. This is what so I'm doing." It's like a swim sounds delightful, and I'm like, "Ooh, yeah." But then, but then it's talking about her undergarments were modest enough that she wasn't showing much. Really, like that's where we Damn had to it. go with it. <laughs> like, party wanted to be like. I mean, I'm, I'm picturing granny panties. What do you mean they're modest? It wasn't showing enough. What the fuck? Like, you got some granny panties on? Like, what the hell are you doing? See, I, in my mind, I was like, damn it, Alice. You should have known she was going out for the day. Why didn't you lay her out some lingerie? Right? Well, why isn't she wearing it to begin with? Like, they have all this money and they do all this shit. Like, why isn't it just part of her fucking wardrobe? I mean, I she doesn't think wear of, like, dresses. A one piece. Like, yeah, say, honestly, I'm surprised she didn't have, like, thermal underwear. Like, she dresses very, like, That's probably what she was logically. fucking wearing. She, it was modest. Yeah. She didn't even see anything. But whatever. I mean, he, he still appreciated it because it was, like, slowly, so mm-hmm. slowly. His ro- eyes roved up and down. Like, okay. okay. All right, all right. I can get behind that. But, ooh. ooh, ooh. I mean, we're finally... <laughs> I mean, you know, if we're going to give us a little hint of some shit, I got it. Um, so then his eyes met mine and he gave me a lazy smile before removing his clothes. Mm. Button by button, I could have sworn the gleam in his eyes turned hungry and feral. Oh, God, that's hot. Oh. Oh. oh but, you know, God. yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And then they ruin Here it. Here we go. Then she fucking ruins it because, like, I mean, at this point, like, yeah, you're probably getting a little wet. But then it goes. He wasn't built like Isaac. Why are we fucking comparing a high lord to fucking Isaac Hale? Really? We need to be done with this. We need to be done with this. I mean, here I was getting a little turned on. And then I then it mentions Isaac. And I'm like, hmm. That killed the mood. Can I, mean, I just say when it. I reread this, when I got to that part, I literally started giggling to myself because I was like, oh, Mass is going to lose her shit. I, I lost my shit. I will tell you because like I'm over here like hungry and feral. Yeah. And then it was like Isaac. <laughs> like gangly. That's how she describes it. Like, oh, oh, like, that's hot. Ugh. 
Um, but then, you know, we, thankfully, she does appreciate his body, though, because it's honed by centuries of fighting and brutality. I, okay, I don't know about you, but I'm picturing, like, very muscular, like, maybe, like, scars, some, like, small mm-hmm, scars. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh! Just add some tattoos and you've got me sold. Oh, 100%. Um, but, so, the liquid was delightfully warm. Now we're talking about the pool. Um, so I'm thinking like warm bath. I'm thinking like warm <laughs> Why bath. Why did you feel the need to make that distinction? Well, because uh, liquid, like, I don't know, maybe she was okay. talking about between her thighs, but you know, so I just thought, you know, okay. In the pool. <laughs> um, so then she goes, not water, but something smoother. I mean, frankly, I mean, we could picture cum if we wanted to, but like a sparkly <laughs> kind. Um, I mean, this is like not oil, but something pure, thinner. I I don't know, like sparkly cum. It's but starlight. Whatever. Okay, but we're you know what is starlight? I don't have anything to reference to that, so I'm thinking, oh, okay. I don't know, <laughs> but here's my thing. Okay, so one, you know, I I was a former teacher, and she said that shit about reading. I am a swim coach, and it's all. How did you learn to swim? And she's like, oh, I just looked at some people swimming and I learned. What? What? I mean, like, first, she has now shat on both of my professions, but I move on. (laughs) I mean, she did admit that she drank some pond water. Yeah, probably because no one taught her to blow the fucking bubbles. But I'm just like, listen, so you're saying my professions are just like a waste of time. Like, I'm just going to look and I learned. I just want to say, what the fuck? What the fuck? Madison feels personally attacked by uh, Feyre's. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit attacked. So they're in this beautiful pond that, like, might be some shiny cum, but we move on. And then they start talking about her father's fortune and how he lost it. Oh, like, you're both half naked and this is what we're going to talk about? I'm like, what the hell? I mean, and, you know, again, this is kind of back to the Lucian information. Good information, but why are we placing it here? <laughs> you know, it I don't know. It could be, like, on the walk back or something. Like, the Thank back, like, you. I'm like, what the nicer. fuck? I mean, it's boring when you're almost naked in a pond with a high lord and you're, like, talking about your family. Like, turn off. Um. So, anyway, they're talking about how pretty much, like, their her family made bad investments for like centuries and you know finally caught up finally caught up to them um and so you know bad luck oops uh then she started hunting so pretty much like she she told him about she opened up to him told him about the years in the woods mm-hmm. yeah okay cool but still you know at least she could have been like i don't know straddling him or something while she said the story do you guys- I don't think I want to talk about my family straddling a guy. To be I'm just saying, like, I could see them. You know how, like, in an ocean, you, like, go up to your significant other, you hug them, you kind of straddle them? Okay, okay, okay. I could see that. that. No, That's I what still I was wouldn't picturing. want to be talking about my family. I didn't say but- they should talk about the family. I'm just saying, like, you know, at least we could have added a little something. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Can Am I the only one that, like, when he asked, like, what else did you figure out for yourself? I feel like this, he had to, when she starts explaining everything that she's figured out on her own, you know, in the back of his mind, he's like, oh shit, she might actually have a chance. Like, she might actually figure this out. Like, yeah. like that had to have been like a moment for him to be like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we, we, well, there's some promise here. Like, just saying. But 
my god, not in the pool of starlight. I get it, I get it. What the fuck? <laughs> so, anywho. Then, you know, and then that's it. That's literally it. That's what happens. I'm like, well, you know, build up and then nothing. Talk about that. Um, so then, you know, she starts talking to Lucian. And, you know, he's he's shocked. He's like, you can't possibly forgive me that easily for sending you into danger. And she's just like, you know, part of me would like nothing more than to wallop you <laughs> for your lack of warning about the surreal. But I understand. I'm a human who killed your friend. And, like, she's just being very mature about it. Yeah. And he's, like, shocked because he goes, Tam told me that your first shot was to save the surreal's life, not your own. And she's like, it seemed like the right thing to do. Like, oh, like, good for you. Yeah. But, like, I'm Literally not surprised because Farah is always putting people for herself. Yeah. You know, whether she hated fairies or not, she's always putting people before herself. So like, then he's like, you know, I know too many high fae and lesser fairies who wouldn't have seen it that that way or bothered. And so literally he gives her back the jeweled hunting knife and is like, don't bury it in my back. And I'm like, can we just, yeah. this is another, I mean, I know the timing was bad, but this is where like learning about Lucian's history is really important because this shows where he's like, I know many high fame lesser fairies who wouldn't have seen it that way. And he's probably thinking back to like his first love was like, he was not allowed to be with her because his family looked down yeah. on her as a lesser fairy. So here's my thing. His life is so depressing. Oh my right? God, when it comes horrible. to love. And then his mate like doesn't fucking want him. You're fucking with me. Like, are you really gonna do this to Lucian? I know. I like, know. really? Yeah, I... Like, could she not throw him a fucking bone? Yeah. Maybe a quart of silver flames will help with that. Because it better I... address it. But at the moment, he's in the human realm, and she's in Printhian. I'm starting to really okay. I know you're gonna get mad because you say to honor Lady what if he falls in love with like the cursed mortal queen? Like, what if no? That's Jurians. No, yeah, yeah. I I got this mapped out. You have to be with your fucking (laughs) mate. You have to be with your mate. God damn it! I believe in that so hard. I believe in that so hard. I'm imagining Madison with like this literal like family tree looking shit of just mates. Like okay, you have you're no here. idea. You've got to be here. You've got to be here. Yeah, and like her all like crazy eyed <laughs> and like with like. <laughs> I just like I'm so serious. You have to be with your mate. Like I don't know. I believe in love so hard that like yeah. I just, you have to. Okay, you I... have to. Man, there oh. was a lot in like there was nothing like crazy crazy important happens but like a lot happened in these chapters like it's just like it's the build up i get that but i want some fucking action to take place but yeah you know i don't need any more death let's move on well like and we get to see like like throughout these chapters i mean common thing is like you see like how many times did i say points to tamlin and then immediately it was like well points away from tamlin (laughs) Well, fuck. Like, <laughs> he literally just like he tries, and then he sucks, and then he try. Like I, uh... we need to like keep like a tally. Right? <laughs> That's what we're gonna have to start doing. We'll just keep on going on the like Insta page, just keep adding to it. But like, I don't know. You, there's a lot, like you said, a lot in these chapters is building, and it is kind of frustrating with the slow burn. But also, I like, am so ready for next week's episode, though. Like, I mean, huh. Cal and Mai, are we kidding me? Like, I'm ready. Okay, you checked, right? Like, that's next week. I I checked. Well, I mean, I saw, okay, listen, I saw and it said 
Kalamai's in two days. So I'm assuming in the next three chapters we get to Kalamai, damn it. I am going to laugh my ass off. Okay, let me just like, look I'm... it up, damn it. Now now you've got me worried. But like okay, question for you two real quick then. If you were in favor Yes, it is. It's in it's in the last it's in chapter Woo! twenty-one. Yes. So we know what chapter Madison's doing. <laughs> Uh, lol. I just love love, guys. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, it's that 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 part. The whole, never. I can't even. Oh, okay, yeah, I can't. Well, yeah, we'll get to that next week. I have lots of things to say, but anywho, Madison, what are you currently reading? Okay, so a long time ago, um, not okay, a long time ago. That sounded like you know I was starting a story, but back in the fall, <laughs> back in the fall, I read Onyx and Ivory, okay. um, by Minnie Arnett. And I finally bought the second book, which is called Shadow and Flame. And so I'm reading it. However, I am very concerned. I am very concerned because I read the first little prologue about it and some bad shit, some bad shit happens with her like love interest. And I swear to God, if there is no happily ever after, I will throw shit. And honestly, I probably should have looked it up because I know me. I have to know if there's some sort of happy ending or I'm going to be pissed. Guys, can I just, you guys, again, we know Madison has to have a happy ending in the love. Do you want to know how hard in the paint she is about this? In her notes, it says, if no, capital H-E-A. And I was sitting here before she started talking, like, what the fuck? Is, what Happily is ever after. This, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what that She literally put meant. together an acronym for herself. No! Oh, hell no! Hell no! No, 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 no! No, pause <laughs> In I learned this on Kindle Unlimited because obviously I have Kindle Unlimited. Literally, there are authors that will say H-E-A guaranteed. That's where I got this. I did not fucking make this up myself. I don't know. You're getting real defensive right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Madison's about to smack us. I know. I have to go. I'm going book shopping with her in a little bit. I'm worried. If I disappear, guys, Madison killed me in a bookstore. So, I mean, what a way to go, though, honestly. <laughs> Well, well, that brings us up to, deep because I know what you're buying at the fucking bookstore, Blake. Okay, so um, funny enough, I was up <laughs> till like 3 a.m. last night um, finishing up the Mortal Instruments series by Cassandra Clare. Love me some Shadowhunters. Um, <laughs> Thank God. So I have a lot of books on my TBR. I have two TBR cards now, um, so there's that. But I also am going shopping again this afternoon for more books. So I haven't decided what I'm going to read yet. Madison, don't shoot me a dirty look. I'm not even going to look up. But I probably will get back into the stocking uh, Jack the Ripper series. Why but... would I shoot you a dirty look? I've said for the past two weeks, Thomas Cresswell could lick my panties off me. No, no, no. <laughs> I was worried you were going to be mad because I haven't decided for sure if that's what I'm going to read. I just oh, what the hell? No, no. See? You <laughs> have, like, See? two options. Either continue going with Shadowhunters or going stalking Jack the Ripper. So, anyways, Caitlin, what are you reading right now, darling? So, I just finished my book from last week, most likely, like, yesterday. And so, I'm kind of just trying to figure out where I'm going next. Oh, there's, do you need some advice? Lot. <laughs> no, I don't, because I have, like, six or seven DVR Uh Are any of them some I would like? No. <sighs> the look of sheer disappointment on Madison's face just is, like, a piercing I know, it's arrow. just so disappointing. I might possibly get into Red Sparrow. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
some okay, black Okay, so we'll just yeah. move on from that. Uh, again, guys, please subscribe and review. Also, follow us on Insta um, in case you don't do that already because we're always on it. Uh, ACT. Oh, my gosh. I did this last week, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize, guy. ACTOR podcast. Okay. I'm still, I'm giggling. Now I'm just like laughing. I'm sorry. Like, I did it last week, too. It's just like, I I see it. I see it. And then I'm just like, oops. So I think it's because we see it all the time. So it's like one of those, like, you take it for granted where you're just like, like, whatever. Well, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little longer, but we had a lot to do today. All right. We had a lot to talk about. So um, we're coming up on the 4th of July weekend next weekend, too. So you guys have fun. We'll definitely release an episode. Um, The timing might change a little bit. Again, we'll keep you up to date on our Insta. As Madison said, we're always on there. So as always, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.